Coming up on Let's Get to the Points. I recently saw you were standing on the 50-yard line. Yeah, so I ended up bidding on a Marriott Moments experience that was two NFL tickets to the Jets and Chiefs game. You got to go to the field during halftime, and I won. So I went with a friend who's a Chiefs fan. We flew to New York for the weekend to watch the game. Did you pick this game because you knew Taylor was going to be there? <laughs> Absolutely, because she's putting the NFL on the map. Yes. It's all because of her. <laughs> now, let's get to the points. From passion for points, it's Serena. From travel sergeant, it's Miguel. From Nicole's travel tips, it's Nicole. And from seat to a suite, it's Mitch Shannon. Hi there, and thank you for joining us on Let's Get to the Points audio and video podcast, where we bring you the very best in tips and tricks in the world of miles, points, and travel. I'm Mitch Shannon with the best, and I might add the funniest Instagram and social media content creators in everything points, miles, and travel. First up from Passion for Points, it's Serena. Hi, everyone. From the Travel Sergeant, it's Miguel. Hey, what's up? And from Nicole's Travel Tips, it's Nicole. Hi, everyone. Please make sure you subscribe now to our YouTube channel and wherever you watch or listen, please hit the like and subscribe button now. The video and audio versions are also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Let's Get to the Points. Also, we love connecting and chatting with you, so feel free to drop us a DM on any one of our social media channels. Now it's time to do it. Season two. Let's get to the points. Okay, first tonight, we just want to say we missed you over the last couple of weeks. However, we just had our very special episode of Let's Get to the Points where I stayed at the Andas in Thailand, and it was just very well received. And I want to say thank you to everyone for all the comments. And Serena, you were just in Bora Bora, and you've got your very own special episode coming up for us too, right? Yes. Mitch, I loved your Pattaya video. It looked so amazing, and it makes me want to book a trip to Thailand just so I can enjoy myself in one of those villas that you stayed in. So yes, we just came back from Bora Bora with my family. We had an amazing time. We are working on a special edition show about our time in Bora Bora, where we stayed, what we did, what we ate, and whether you should bring your family to this destination that most people consider to be a newlywed or adults only destination. Should you bring your family to Bora Bora too? Stay tuned for that episode coming up. Yeah, I know a lot of us were looking forward to your content and your time in Bora Bora and I've seen a sneak preview and it looks really good so we can't wait to see it. We're going to have that special for everyone in just a couple of weeks. Season 2 of Let's Get to the Points, it's officially here so let's dive in because there's been a lot going on in the world of points, miles, and travel and tonight Serena you've got a very special deal in our partner spotlight and it's with card pointers and I just want to say we've all been using the app for the past couple of weeks and being able to add these American express offers all at once that's game changing for me it's absolutely game changing i've been using card pointers for the last week or so and i absolutely love it so far i can now add all of my amex and chase offers at once without having to click each offer one at a time. It is such a huge time saver for me. You can do this on both your desktop and on your phone, and you'll want to add the card pointers extension to your desktop and on your phone. One of my biggest pain points with these offers is having to add them one at a time. I hated it so much, I stopped doing it. With Card Pointers Plus, it does it all for me in just a few seconds. So just with my account, it automatically added 800 offers. See, I have haven't been adding them and there were 800 offers waiting for me. Thankfully, Card Pointers did it for me. The best thing is Card Pointers Plus will add the offer to each of the cards that the offer is attached to. Previously, without Card Pointers, when I used to add these offers, I'd have to be strategic and choose which card I wanted to add the offer to. Thankfully, with Card Pointers, I don't have to choose anymore. There have been times in the past where I accidentally added an offer to the wrong card, like I accidentally added a Marriott offer to my Amex business platinum card instead of my Marriott 
business card and there's no undo button. So when you make a mistake like that, you're screwed. So Card Planner solves that problem for me and I think it might solve it for some of you out there too. Another awesome thing is I can log into my account, my husband's account, my mom's, my dad's, both their Chase and Amex accounts and load all of their offers with just my one Card Pointers Plus account. I even logged into my Alaska Bank of America account and Card Pointers proceeded to load offers for me and I was like, oh wow, I didn't even know there were offers here. And if all you want to do is add offers in a matter of seconds, you only need one Card Pointers account in your family. So I haven't tried any of the other features yet, but I know there are a lot of cool features to try with this app on your phone, but this feature alone is worth it for me. Yeah, it's an incredible app and you know, I've gotten a lot of use out of it so far just with these Amex offers. So go ahead, check the show notes now for the promo link for card pointers, or you can visit our website at letsgettothepoints.com. There are two options for pricing. You can do the annual plan for $50 and it's going to drop the price to $32.50 for the first year. But the better deal is if you do the lifetime plan for $150 and you'd pay just under $100. This is the best discount you're going to be able to find anywhere for card pointers out there right now. So just go to our special link and let us know in the comments if you've got any questions on how you can use the app. And we're also going to have a video on our website with all the details too. So there's been a lot going on over our break. So let's get started tonight with Miguel. And I have to say, I think I've made you a believer in Marriott moments because I recently saw you were standing on the 50 yard line and I got a question. Did you enjoy your Marriott moments? Yeah. So ever since you, you told me about this in the last season, I've been going into the Marriott moments uh, website and trying to see what kind of experiences they have out there. And I've been bidding on a few of these just because <laughs> they, they look cool. I also like to look at what experiences sold for the ones previous ones. And I see that uh, some of them, you know, they sell for the minimum bid and I'm like, oh, wow, this, that was a really good deal. So it was like my plan was to bid the minimum in some of these experiences. And, you know, if I won, I won. If I didn't, just move on. So I ended up bidding on a Marriott Moments uh, experience that was two NFL tickets to the Jets and Chiefs game, along with a parking pass and a halftime ceremony. They were going to induct somebody into like some ring of honor or something. But anyways, you got to go to the field during halftime and the minimum bid it was 75,000 points. So I said, you know what? I'm going to bid the minimum and see what happens with that. And so I bid the minimum and I didn't just bid the minimum because I got an email the day it was going to be over and it said, you've been outbid. I was like, no way. So I was like, okay, I'll do one more bid. And uh, it ended up being uh, 77,500 points. And I said, okay, this is it. I won't do any more. And, and I won. So I won with a friend who's a Chiefs fan. We flew to New York for the weekend to watch the game. So my friend said it was the top two trips he's ever taken. And the only trip that beat this one out was when he went out of town to get married. So I guess, you know, it's hard to compete with that one. So we used American Airlines miles to fly to New York. We used Hyatt free night certificates for a hotel stay and the Marriott points for the tickets. So... I mean, most of it was, most of the entire trip was covered just with points and miles, but we did spend on like Ubers and food and all that. Did you pick this game because you knew Taylor was going to be there? <laughs> Absolutely, because she's putting the NFL on the map. <laughs> she is. It's all because of her. Yeah, you know, I think she is actually getting more attention to the NFL, but it's not by NFL fans, of course, because they know, you know, about the games and stuff. But people that don't normally watch the NFL are now watching because of her. So there is some type of... Uh, correlation with that, I guess. Miguel, tell us about your flight to New York. So I ended up using American Airlines miles uh, because, you know, sometimes they have really good deals, you know, especially on flights like that. The cash price was, I don't know, three, $400 each way if I would have paid cash. When I looked it up, it was about 9,000 miles for economy. But then business class was 32,000. I said, you know what? YOLO, let's just do business class. And so I booked it for 32,500 one way in, in business class. But then following day, I saw it drop down to 19 for business class. So then I rebooked it. And with American Airlines miles, it's not as easy to rebook or to create a change you actually have to cancel it get your miles redeposited and then book it again so it's not an easy change the seats do right go back into inventory so once i uh canceled it i was able to rebook it so i rebooked it for 19,000 miles each way uh, in business class and i did choose a detour kind of out of the way instead of going through dallas from el paso we went to la but the reason for that is because you know american airlines flies life flight seats in business class on their transcontinental route from la to new york so we took that route and you know 
it was it was a pretty good deal, I think, for nineteen thousand miles. Yeah, lay flat for almost six hours, nineteen thousand. I mean, I would give up my spirit ticket for that. So, Miguel, the the deal that you got with those American Airlines points in the flight that's incredible and that's smoking. But my question for you is, how do you feel about the value you got out of your Marriott points for this experience? Do you think you would have been better using them for a hotel night? Are you glad that you spent them on this Marriott? moment. No, I'm glad that I spent it because what I've seen in a lot of these experiences is that they offer things that you can't really buy with cash. You know, the equivalent of the 77,000 points, I've made it to be about maybe $600. And that was about the cash equivalent for the tickets, but it was just be the tickets. Now with this Marriott moments, we were able to go on the field, which was truly kind of like once in a lifetime thing. You can't just go down to the field for no reason. And we actually found out the people next to us, they did an auction as well. Their package was a sideline access pregame. So before the game started, they were out there for like an hour and a half. And then I asked them how much they spent. <laughs> they they spent 600,000 points. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mal- oh, that's wow. two Maldives vacations. You know? Yeah. Wait, Marriott? They use Marriott points, too? Yeah. So, you know, I didn't want to say anything, but my friend was like, oh, he just got it for 77000 I was like, <laughs> I wanted him to feel bad. You know, that was their, their package. But so after seeing how many points other people paid for their experience being able to go down on the field and i'm not really into sports but my friends are really big chiefs fan so for him to go down there during the halftime and be in the same field where they're running around like it was really a, you know memorable experience so i'm glad that i used those points for that trip yeah you should tell the people beside you to watch our podcast that would save a ton of points <laughs> <laughs> good idea we need some merch we need some shirts you know so people can ask <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so what were your seats like were they really good seats too and did you get food was that included in the package the seats were pretty good um because my friend he's been to other cheats game and i think this is a you know the best seats he's, he's had at the games he's been to it was in the lower level it didn't include food but i did see another package for a game in the next two weeks that does include food so maybe i'll bid on that one okay so i have a question you know how we we take our friends with us to for on these experiences using our points and miles so some of our friends don't accumulate points and miles so how do you guys handle that when you bring your friends along like i'll tell you what i do so when i bring friends i usually cover the room they take care of their own flights but then because I cover the room for our entire stay, they're usually paying for all of our food. So they're comping my food for me. What do you guys do in that situation? It varies. You know, I've I've invited friends and family and usually I just pay for it. Oh, my God. You're so generous. Remember me for your next moment. Right? <laughs> if, if they don't collect points and miles, then I'm not, you know, I don't expect anything. I'm inviting them, you know, just to accompany yeah. me and stuff. But like my friend that went with me on this trip, he does have points. So I was like, what do you got? You know, so I was like, what can he cover? So he had American Airline miles. So he got the trips coming back. And throughout the trip, you know, as far as like food and Ubers or that, we just, we don't really keep track of it. It was just like his turn, my turn. It was like whoever just stepped up to the plate. And, but that's just the friendship that we have. You know? Yeah, I usually find out what the value of the room is going to be. If it's somewhere I'm going to be anyways, like when I take my daughter to soccer, if I'm taking another girl with me, I usually don't ask. But sometimes some of the parents offer. So I just look at whatever the cash price is at the time and just split it based on that. Yeah, I try to look at all the options, right? Like I'll look at the cash option. I'll look at the buying points with cash option if we got friends going with us. And I'll try to offer that to them, you know, as an alternative if they want to. The thing that is kind of hard and awkward a little bit some of the times for us is like, we'll have the status, right? And we'll get the free breakfast. And it's hard to kind of say, eh, we get the free breakfast, but you don't. Or we get the lounge access and you don't. And that's kind of this hard thing because I want them to experience that as well. So I don't know. If anyone's got any tips, I'm open to it. But I always feel this guilt with my friends when they go and they don't get all these perks that we do. So I, I don't know what the right answer is for that. Miguel, which hotel did you stay at with your free night certificate? Uh, Resorts World at JFK. That's the only oh. one. Oh, I love that place. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did you get upgraded to a suite? I did, um, but we got downgraded because <laughs> we wanted two beds. So they had upgraded oh, to King yes. Street. Yes. And, yeah, you know, yeah, I think yeah. there's a sofa bed, but I said, no, we'll just take the two queens. So we got downgraded. But actually, one of the best things about this is that we arrived on the red eye from L.A. at like six in the morning. When I checked in, there was like your room's ready. So we showed up and we were in the room by 630 in the morning, which is like really great. You know, normal check-in time is usually like three or four o'clock. So, you know, that was great. So thank you, Hyatt. Say that a little louder. Thank you, Hyatt. <laughs> so you said you guys had to pay for food. What's one of your favorite cards to use to pay for restaurants in the U.S.? 
So it's either usually the Amex Gold or the Sapphire Reserve that I use. But my friend has the Amex Gold, so I make sure, you know, if it was food, he was using that one to pay. We like those kind of friends that know exactly what card to use. So I don't know if you guys have heard, but the Amex Business Gold is coming up with some changes in the near future. This is one of the first business cards that I got. The only reason I signed up for this card was because of the bonus points offer. They were offering 130,000 points for $10,000 in spend in three months. There's a whopping $295 annual fee with no credits. We all know American Express is famous for their credits, but this is the one card where you're just paying the fee to have the points. Well, now this card is being turned into a mini coupon book and they're upping the fee. The fee is going up to $375 for a year and it's currently at $295 and when I got it, it was $250. But now they're gonna offer a few different credits. So here are the bonus categories for American Express Gold Business. Currently, it's purchases at US gas stations, purchases at restaurants, US media providers, and U.S. purchases made for electronic goods and retailers. So you would get bonus category spend on two of the highest one each month. So Amex, what they do is after your statement closes, they calculate which two categories were the highest and pay you four times the points on those two categories. Well, now what they're going to do is they're going to be offering extra points on purchases made directly with the airlines and purchases made for U.S. shipping. Any of those excite you guys? No. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you're not shipping a bunch of stuff in the U.S.? The only thing exciting is that you can now get it in rose gold. Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that worth the the upcharge on the annual fee? I don't think so. Cardholders are no longer going to receive a twenty five percent rebate when they pay with points. So that's another loss. The business goal is now going to get up to a $240 annual credit for FedEx, Grubhub, and office supply stores. You're also going to get a credit for $155 back on Walmart Plus. I'm not sure how many businesses are using Walmart Plus, but Amex is known for adding a lot of these credits that people rarely use. But sometimes I think paying the annual fee and getting the extra bonus points can be worth it. Like $130,000 thousand Amex points is a great deal. Yeah, I just saw all these changes, Nicole. And, you know, I've had this card several times because I've been targeted for these offers where it comes with this no lifetime language, meaning, you know, it's okay to get the sign up bonus again because you've already had the card. And I kind of agree with you. There's really nothing exciting about these changes. I'm kind of with Miguel. It's, you know, the rose gold. That's that's about it. You know, I just canceled one a couple of days ago because I don't want to pay that $300 or $350 or whatever it is now the annual fee is. I think the only thing good about this card is if you can get a high signup bonus, like the $100, $130,000, that's about it. Oh, yeah, and rose gold too. <laughs> yeah, mine is up for renewal in the next couple of months, and I think I'll be canceling. I'm not sure they're going to offer me any kind of retention offer that's going to offset that kind of annual fee. Yeah, they gave me a retention offer. They gave me, what was it? I think it was 10,000 points for 3,000 spend. And even the retention offer guy was like, yeah, I don't think you want this. I'm like, yeah, I don't. <laughs> that amount of spend, I'd rather get a different card. Yeah, so if your renewal's up in a couple months, so you'll still get the, the current price, I think, because when does the, uh, the new annual fee uh, come into play? The new annual fee comes into play February 1st of 2024. So if you're thinking of getting the card, you have some wiggle room with the time, but I would act sooner than later. The current offer is 70,000 points for $10,000 spent in the first three months. But if you search around, you might be able to find it for 100,000. The highest I've seen so far is 130, but I would definitely do some searching before I select the 70,000 because you might find a better deal out there. And also for 70,000 points at 10,000 spend, I would rather use that amount of spend on one of the no annual fee cards from Chase. Serena, you want to tell us a little bit about those cards? Right. We are seeing high offers right now, again, for these Chase Inc. business cards. And it's very exciting because these are all-time high offers that you should be taking advantage of. So the Chase business Inc. cards have no annual fee and you can earn 90,000 bonus points when you spend $6,000 in three months. This offer is for both the 
the Chase Inc. Business Cash Card and the Chase Inc. Business Unlimited Card. So I know that it may be confusing because the offer will say it has a $900 cashback bonus, but the bonus points are actually Chase Ultimate Reward Points and can be transferred to partners as long as you have either the Chase Sapphire Preferred, the Chase Sapphire Reserve, or the Chase Inc. Business Preferred Card. This is an outstanding deal for a no annual fee card with this high of a bonus. And so after you meet the spend and get the bonus, you have a minimum of 96,000 chase points. These chase points are very valuable because they can be transferred to hotels like Hyatt and to airlines like United, Southwest, Air Canada Aeroplan, Air France, and KLM's Flying Blue programs, JetBlue, and then others. I transferred chase points to United to book my economy flights from San Francisco to Tahiti. I also use chase points to transfer to Hyatt to book my Hyatt stays. And if you work in two-player mode, you can refer one another to this card and get an extra 40,000 referral points in addition to your 90,000 bonus points. If you don't have that option, check out the links on our website to apply for one of these cards. And if you happen to open one of these cards before the higher offer came out, it's worth your time to send a secure message to Chase, either through the app or the website, and ask them if they will match the public offer for you. My mom opened an ink card over a month before this 90,000 high offer went live and Chase was willing to match her low 75K offer to the higher 90K offer. And remember, she opened this card over a month before the 90K offer went out. It's worth contacting them if you are in the same situation. If you haven't ventured into business cards yet, it's definitely something that you should look into and you don't have to have an LLC or a corporation to apply for business cards. I apply for business cards as a sole proprietor with my social security number and lots of small businesses qualify as a business such as tutoring, pet sitting, dog walking, driving for Uber or Lyft or delivering for Uber Eats or Grubhub. There are lots of things that qualify as a business. So definitely check those offers out. One of my favorite things about these Chase Inc. business cards is that they have a 0% APR for 12 months. I live in Miami and in the summer, my AC went kaput and I was able to get one of these cards to replace my AC. I'm making sure that when I pay off these cards, I pay them within the 12 months so I don't have to pay any interest and I can take advantage of the 0% interest. So definitely watch your timeline and make sure that you pay them within that time frame. Those are some great deals, and those are very good sign-up bonuses as well. And they're on our website, right, Serena? They are. Check out letsgettothepoints.com. Yeah, sounds good. All right, thanks, everyone. It's now time to move on to our weekly recap. It's now time for our weekly recap. We share our tips and insider lessons with you from the stuff that we've recently booked. So we're going to start with Nicole, and you're going back to Chicago, right? Yes, I just came from Chicago. So this was a runcation. We had a half marathon in Chicago. <laughs> You're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> is that what you get one of those? It is a thing, Miguel. It is a thing. Um, it's more of a run than it is a vacation. But, you know, if you stay in a hotel, you kind of have to call it a vacation. So a lot of us trained together here in Miami, and we all went to do the Chicago half. This was the trip where I went to the Spirit Ticket Counter and bought seven tickets, all for $40 round trip from Miami to Chicago. Apparently, a lot of my friends don't appreciate the finer things in life like Spirit and Park Hyatt, so we stayed at a Hilton. One of the runners in her group, she actually works for Hilton and she was able to get us a good group rate. So we all stayed here and it was close to everything downtown in Chicago. So we stayed at the Palmer House in Chicago. And fun fact, apparently something about brownies were originated in this hotel. I didn't get one of those brownies, but someone brought that bit of information back for us. So the hotel is very vintage grandiose. It looks like you should be wearing a top hat and you should have one of those old time cigarettes with you. Because of our Amex Platinum and Hilton Gold status, we got upgraded. We upgraded to a two bed, two bathroom room. In my head, I heard two bedroom suite. 
But when I walked in, I realized it was nothing close to a suite. It's just that we had two bathrooms. You have no idea how much having two bathrooms on a runcation is helpful. And also we were able to get $18 credit for breakfast per person. I stayed with Jackie, who was on our episode previously. So she had her Hilton Gold status and I did. So they gave us two $18 credits per room. I felt like I was getting globalist breakfast of some sort, except this $18 credit could be used for any meal. That, that's almost the same as uh, Eliza Jane. Yeah. Did it feed you more than Eliza Jane did? Well, because we had to run so early in the morning, we didn't use it for breakfast, but we did use it for dinner. And uh, a burger or chicken sandwich was $20. So yes, it was about the same as Eliza Jane. I think Hilton needs to add a little bit more. Eliza Jane gave me $25. So that was a little bit more than that. But that's one of the good things about the Hilton food and beverage credit. You don't have to use it for breakfast. You can use it any time of the day. So it's nice for a runcation. Yes, it was perfect. I really appreciated that we could use it at some other time instead of breakfast. Yeah, that is true because I, I didn't use my free breakfast at the resorts world. We just, we skipped breakfast and, you know, that was it. This hotel, unless you're getting a special rate, it's not something I would totally recommend. There was a lot of wear and tear in some of the furniture in the lobby area, and it needed a little bit of an update, but it was clean. Now, they did have an amazing gym, probably one of the biggest hotel gyms I've seen. And I thought it was funny that they upgraded the gym, but not upgraded the rooms. So I don't know if I want to add this, but so I bought the seven spirit tickets and two of my friends were a little bit sketchy about spirit. So what they told me they did is they bought real airline tickets <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> they ditched us on the spirit field trip and so because of that jackie and i were able to get a row with no one in there because we had their oh. two empty seats oh nice so it worked wow. out to our benefit okay so can i have a question about spirit because i don't yes. know spirit very well so with spirit they nickel and dime you right so it's 40 dollars for the ticket are you you paying extra for a seat and are you paying extra for carry-on you can pay extra for a seat and you can pay extra for a carry-on but i have mastered spirit i know exactly what size bag to take and it was only two days so i did not purchase a seat and i did not purchase um a carry-on i have this really huge book bag that I can fit everything in and that's what I take. Oh, so anything you can fit under the chair would be free, right? Yeah, but they try to scare you. Frontier does this too, where when you're paying for the seat, it says like, do you want to carry on? Carry on is something like a backpack. So it makes you think like you need to pay for that. But a personal item, which is a backpack as well, is free. But the, I think the way it's set up, it's kind of makes you think you have to pay for a carry-on for a backpack and you don't. Yeah, I've never flown Frontier and I feel like Spirit is a little bit more flexible than Frontier. So on the way from Miami, I don't know if it's the Miami vibe, but nobody cares. You like put your backpack on, no matter how big it is, and you went. But coming back from Chicago, there was a lady at the gate to the airplane and she was checking the size of bags. So I had Jackie talk to her and distract her. <laughs> while I scurried. Snuck by. You <laughs> snuck through. They get an incentive because there were a couple of people that she stopped. And while she was charging someone, I was like, ah. yeah. I knocked like three people over with the book bag <laughs> just to get by, but we made it. Super tip here about Spirit that I learned on this journey. If you want to get the better seat, you wait later to check in. So I think what they do is they check in from the back. So as soon as check-in open, you go to check-in, you'll get a seat closer to the back. I waited till like two hours before the flight and I was able to get a seat very close to the front. And if you wait like right before they close the check-in online, you get a seat assignment and you may get one of the emergency exit rows. So those of you out there listening, if you have any spirit questions, check with Nicole. But if you want to hear about a real airline, <laughs> I'm going to talk about united now watching my fur <laughs> <A> real <laughs> a real airline i am going to talk about now how i use points and miles to book my trip to bora bora with my family back in episode one our pilot episode miguel shared with us how united was having an award sale from san francisco to tahiti and economy flights round trip were only forty-two thousand united miles 
I booked our flights for only 42,000 United miles round trip and $58 in taxes per person. Nowadays, you can book these flights for 45,000 points one way with United miles, or the better option is using 35,000 one way in economy with Air Canada Aeroplan miles. So the 42,000 United miles round trip in May, that was a steal and I couldn't pass it up. Even if it meant eight hours in coach on a red eye coming back home. That made me a little bit afraid, but we did it and we survived. And a reminder about United Award tickets and a lot of other U.S. carriers, you can cancel your flight and get your points back with no penalty. With deals like this, you book now and worry about the details later. So we arrived in Tahiti and then I booked one night at an Airbnb in Tahiti and earned 3x British Airways obvious points from that stay. And I covered that thought process in episode 17 for flights from Tahiti to Bora Bora. Air Tahiti is the popular option for inter-island flights in French Polynesia, but there's now a new airline that launched this year called Air Moana. And I learned about this airline from our friend Chu at Choose to Explore. Thank you, Chu. Air Moana is significantly less expensive than Air Tahiti. Not only that, there is assigned seating on the plane, so you don't have to line up early to rush to get that coveted seat on the left side of the plane. When you fly into Bora Bora, the left side of the plane is where you want to sit to get the nice views on approach into Bora Bora. I originally booked our flights with Air Tahiti, but I was able to cancel them within 24 hours with Capital One Travel. Then I booked the Air Moana flights and saved $700 for my family. So for my dates on Air Moana, one adult round trip ticket was $330 and one child round trip ticket was $200. So for hotels, we stayed at Conrad Bora Bora for three nights using 120,000 Hilton points per night. Conrad Bora Bora will allow two adults and two children in one room as long as the children are 12 years and under. So I booked the room for two adults and one child and then emailed the property to add my other child. In episode nine, I talked about how I used MaxMyPoint for hotel award availability to book these nights. And we also have a promo code to save money on Max My Point if you check it out on our website. I've mentioned on the show before about how I still needed one more night in Bora Bora and I was monitoring for award availability at both Conrad and St. Regis. St. Regis is a Marriott property and you can use Marriott points for the St. Regis. Turns out the night that I needed opened up at St. Regis five days before check-in and I booked it on the spot as soon as I saw it. It was 126 thousand Marriott points for this one night. But I will say this place is worth every single point. To book this, I had 90,000 Marriott points in my account when I advocated for myself and got some extra points back. I explained this in episode 18. And then I needed 36,000 extra Marriott points. So I transferred those points from my Amex account to my Marriott account. St. Regis has a max capacity of three in their standard room. And I booked the reservation for two adults and one child. And then I emailed the property to tell them that I had another child coming and they will allow children in the room as long as they are 12 and under. So we had a glorious time during our long weekend in Bora Bora. My kids say it was the best vacation they ever had. We're going to have a special edition of Let's Get to the Points where I show you about our experience in Bora Bora, the welcome amenities, the upgrades that we got. We had such a fantastic time. I'm also going to talk about which hotel I enjoyed better. And spoiler alert, St. Regis outdid themselves. And now I am a new Marriott fan. Yeah, I saw your room, Serena. That looked like a really impressive room that you got. Oh, yeah. We, we were so thrilled with our overwater villa. I can't wait to show it to you in our YouTube video. So, yeah. So I got some Marriott news myself too, Serena. So this week in my tips and insider lessons I'm going to share with everyone. It's more about what it took to extend a free night certificate that I got with Marriott and the hoops that I had to jump through to do it. So like most of you, I've got several Marriott credit cards with these free night certificates, and I have the Amex version of the card as well that used to be an SPG card way back in the day. I got the 35,000 point free night certificate a little over a year ago, and in the past year, believe it or not, I haven't been able to find any use for it, and I haven't 
haven't been able to redeem it for Marriott moments either. So if I'm being honest, we really haven't been doing much business with Marriott anyway because we love Park Hyatt's so much. Unofficially, over the years, I've had success with these free night certificates being extended. So basically, the unofficial way that has worked for us is you wait till about the end of the certificate's life, you call, and then the rep will usually extend it one year from the date that you called. So you usually want to wait because they can't extend it from the date it expires, but from the date that you call. So that's a good tip right there. So the certificate I had, I called a few weeks ago and I immediately got shot down. No, sir. We just got a memo from our corporate team that we can't extend any of these certificates. So, wow. Okay, I basically hung up and I did a hookah. And for those of you that don't know what hookah is, it's my favorite acronym of all time. You hang up and you call again. So I call again, I get a different rep, plead my case, and she says, nope can't do it anymore. Sorry. Who could again, another agent this time, the agent said, we don't have the power to do that, but American Express, they can do it. You just got to call them and you know, we're good with it on our end and you know, they should be okay with it too. So just give them a call. I was like, uh, yeah, okay, sure. Um, I was kind of like, I'm asking daddy, you know, to get the okay, but mommy's going to tell me no. So I knew at this point, what she was saying was a bunch of crap. So I just hung up and I said, okay, thanks. So I repeat this process over and over an entire week and a half. And the same thing, each rep says the same exact thing. No, no, no. So at this point, I was trying to figure out what I can do with this free night certificate. Do I give it to a friend? Do I just book a local hotel stay for poor at night? Do I go there, stay one night? What do I do with this free night? Because I got to burn it. I got to do something with it. So it's got three days left before it's set to expire. And I figure, you know, I've called about 20 times now. What's one more time going to hurt? So I call again. Same thing. Agent says no. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try one more time and this is it, right? Then I'm going to give up. So the agent answers and she says, sure, we can do that. Oh. Hold on, right? So she puts me on hold. She comes back and says, okay, now you still have a couple of days before this expires. So if I extend it, you're going to lose a few days. Do you want to call back and have them extend it later? <laughs> no. Now, in my, right, now, in my mind, I'm like, Heck no, sister. Do you know what I've been through the past week and a half trying to get this thing extended? But I didn't. You know, I said, oh, I thanked her. I played dumb and said, oh, you know what? That's fine if you do it now. You know, that'd be great. I'd appreciate that. Five minutes on hold. She comes back and says, oh, I was successfully able to extend it. I checked my account and it was good for another year from that day that I called. So... I don't know what the moral of my story is here. You know, is it keep hookahing, you know, like you've never hookahed before Lucky in your 21. life? <laughs> Lucky right? 21. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. 21 hookahs and you'll get your certificate standard. I don't know. So if you're one of those that banks on extending these certificates, it's a beware type of situation story for you. So there you go. Hookah, my favorite good, word. Good job being diligent about that. Also, hookah is where you're you know, smoking something. I call it hukka. Hukka, hookah. What do you, you guys know? call it? Yeah, it's a hookah. Hookah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I have a, a certificate that's about to expire. So I'm going to try 21 times. So this means, Mitch, you are a renewed Marriott fan, right? I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but I like Just this like agent, me. whoever she is, you know, she's my new favorite agent. Thank goodness for those. So hookah, hukka. I like hookah. I don't know about you guys. What do you like? I like the hookah. Hookah. <laughs> hookah's more fun yeah absolutely all right before we move on it's now time for our new feature we've got on our show it's called nicole's wins and losses this is a part of nicole's instagram each week so nicole what win and loss do you have to share with us this week thank you everyone for sharing in my weekly wins and losses i want to bring up some of the followers that have shared their wins and their lessons with us this week lavon travels he booked an airbnb stay through the british airways portal and earned three times obvious on his purchase. Yay, nice. I did that too. New Woods, she was able to book a Southwest flight during the promotion and saved almost 50%. Nice. She also forgot to get her credit card expedited and missed out on a big purchase to help with her minimum spend. Oh, That's okay, it happens yeah. to all of us. She'll get a big spend coming up soon, I'm sure of it. And one more, Sierra Travelfy was able to get a 40% discount using one MR points on her 
Amazon account. Yay, Sierra. That's the that's best nice. APP you can get for Amex points. Please continue to share your wins and your lessons with us every week. I post them on Mondays and we will share it here on the podcast. Those are great. Thanks, Nicole. It's now time to move on to Ask Us. Okay, so this week's Ask Us is a little bit different. Instead of a traditional question, we are going to have a little bit of a scenario where it's more of a, what would you do in this situation? We're gonna play a few videos from our friend, Benedicta. Hi, let's get to the point. I really enjoy your podcast a lot. So I'm currently staying at Anders in Savannah, and it's my first time at Anders property. And the customer service here, it's bad. So I know on your podcast, you talk about advocating for yourself. So my current stay at Anders, I specifically ask for this upgrade because of the bathtub. Like I enjoy the bathtub. Like I get excited when I see a bathtub in the hotel room. So I even bought a bubble bath ready. But to my disappointment, the bathtub was dirty. And I was like, oh my God, I don't know why. <laughs> I started cleaning, then I was like, wait, it's really dirty. It's like they didn't even check to make sure it was neat. So I reached out to the front decks telling them about the situation, but was told the cleaning people were closed and there's nobody around to help. And they told me if I needed any cleaning supplies to clean the bathtub myself. Oh no, they gave the supply to me to clean it. Okay, so Benedicta, she loves her bathtubs. She loves her bubble baths. She even went to Walmart beforehand and picked up some bubble bath just so she could use it at the Onda Savannah. And then she gets into her suite, looks in the bathtub. As you can see, she has her robe and towel on. She's ready to go. And she looks into the bathtub and it's dirty. And then she asked the front desk and they said, here are some cleaning supplies. You can clean it yourself. I am wondering how you guys would react if that were to happen to you. I just wanna say spirit would never. <laughs> I think it's a shame because Hyatt is a really strong brand when it comes to customer service, customer satisfaction, and I'm surprised this is the reaction that they would give her. I think it depends on the brand and the manager and the training that these employees receive because that is not the typical Hyatt behavior. I would lose my like, sorry, but I mean, it's one thing for for a bathtub to be dirty and, you know, maybe it was an oversight on that, but their reaction to handle it and telling their she could clean herself, like, that's just unacceptable. I don't know. I would have said, no, you go clean it. Yeah, I cannot believe that the bathtub, I mean, you look at the pictures, right? That bathtub is dirty. I, she had every right to complain about how dirty that bathtub was. And honestly, I, I don't know what I would do because that's, that's just wrong. They didn't even clean it. I liked Miguel's comment about how the front desk would have offered to help clean it for her. But instead, they gave it to her and expected her to do it herself. And you know what's funny is she actually started to do it. <laughs> and then she stopped and sent a DM to me because she felt ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Rightly so, right? So let me give you some background on Benedicta. So she is Nurko with points on Instagram. She is a points and miles creator and travels quite a bit solo, but also travels with friends and family sometimes too. She frequently stays at Hyatt's. Recently, she's been to Paris and Jamaica. I remember seeing her in a suite at her hotel in Paris and she had a baby grand piano in it. And she also gets free rooms in Atlantic City through status matching. So Benedicta is very well traveled. And so she reached out to me for advice on what to do. I recommended to her to get the email address for the general manager, but they didn't want to give that to her. So then I recommended she call the Hyatt Globalist Concierge Line and they were able to advocate for her on her behalf and get the conversation going about possible compensation. So what I would do is at the minimum, I would have requested a better room, like a different room to change rooms. If the cleaning people are not there to clean it and they're not gonna clean it for you, then I would have moved to another room. Ideally a better room, a better suite. That's what I would have asked for at the minimum. I think at the time that she requested the bathtub to be clean, probably most of the managers were off duty at that point. So I think she would have to wait until the morning to get probably one of the upper level managers. She also reached out to me and let me know that the people at the front desk would not give her the manager's email. So I told her to go into like retro mode. I said, give it a couple of days, call back the hotel and tell them that someone on the staff was absolutely amazing to you and you wanted to send a thank you email to the manager. Once you got that email address, then you would put all the issues that you had and send it to the manager's in. She was only there for one night. 
So I don't think she was going to get a different room, but I wanted to help her get some points back for the stay that she had. Yeah, Serena, I would say this has your advocate for yourself written all over this because, you know, I would say I've noticed over the years that most of the time when you get that type of attitude from an employee, it goes higher than that employee, you know, not in all cases, but most it's coming from those in those higher positions at that property. So for me, you know, I'd be really disappointed. But at that point, you know, I feel like there's nothing more to be said. And I'm going to go out of my way. I'm going to go way up that food chain. I'm going to go higher. I'm going to be emailing corporate. I'm going to be getting in contact with my concierge. I'm going to be documenting everything. You know, I had a recent experience with United where they just canceled my flight due to a mechanical. I called, I expressed my frustration, you know, canceling a flight 17 hours before departure and they left me scrambling and they said, no, it was weather. It wasn't weather. They were lying to me. So I went a step further. I made a complaint to the Department of Transportation and then that's where I got results. So, you know, it's one thing to say one thing and then it's a lie. And I feel really bad for her in this situation because she had her heart set on that room and that bathtub and she went out of her way to prepare for that. So, you know, I just wouldn't even mess with that local level i just i'd be going on up to the top yeah that's great advice i mean don't be afraid to look on linkedin for contact information that's one option that i have used in the past so i appreciate all that you guys do miguel you and i are now gonna be part of the marriott team trust me <laughs> so serena you know good for her so how did this story end up she was able to get the fifteen thousand hyatt points back into her account that's how much she paid for this room for the one night she was also still able to get the elite night credit and then she also got the andaz brand marked off on her hyatt bingo so that's great news but she did a fantastic job advocating for herself. The Hyatt Globalist team did a great job also advocating on her behalf to make sure that the property did the right thing in this situation. And Miguel, Benedicta says she's going to be opening some Marriott cards soon. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everyone. And thank you, Benedicta, for sending us your video thoughts. It's so easy for you to be on our show. Simply drop us a line on any one of our social media channels or visit our website at letsgettothepoints.com and we'll answer your question right here. All right, we're almost done with the show, but before we go, we've got more questions from you on our Instagram and social media channels. So if you're watching on YouTube or Spotify, look for the questions on your screen as we share our best short, quick responses. Susie's Pad asks, what card do you all recommend for a college student that isn't Discover? Miguel. Oh, I was going to say Discover. Uh, <laughs> I would say probably the one of the Chase Freedom cards, if they start with Chase and that, you know, start building that relationship with Chase, they can, you know, eventually move on to like the Sapphire or some of the other travel cards. What about you, Nicole? You took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to go with one of the Chase Freedom cards. So I'm now teaching a financial literacy class and we were just talking about this today. They want to get a card with no annual fee, something that they can hang on to for a very, very long time and something that they can earn benefits from. So definitely one of the Chase Freedom cards. What about you, Serena? What would your recommendation be? Ooh, I have a card that you might want to talk to your students about, Nicole. So there is the Capital One Saver One card. And there's a version of this card for students too. So perfect for a college student. There is no annual fee, no foreign transaction fees. You get 3% cash back on dining, groceries, entertainment, streaming, 10% back on Uber and Uber Eats, like all the things like a college student would care about. So it's really cool. When they are able to build their credit, they can also get a Capital One Venture card and then turn that cash back into travel rewards in the future, which is a cool feature. How about you, Mitch? Susie, I would say if you can take a look at maybe the city double cash card, it's got no annual fee, they'll get 2% cash back on everything. And then later down the road, if they want to do like what Serena was suggesting, they can up their points game, and then they could also get the city premiere and transfer those points over and use them for travel. Of course, 2% straight cash back to a college student, they're not going to say no to that, you know, no annual fee. That's not a bad thing either as well. Okay, next question is from the Aggie bags and they ask, I'm really curious how much y'all spend a month on those credit cards to get all these points. Great question, Miguel. Uh, probably enough for a minimum spend every month or two. What about you, Nicole? 
I have no problem covering one of the medium range minimum spend within three months. So four to 6,000 is not hard to come by in two to three months. How about you, Serena? So I spend between two and $4,000 a month on credit card spend. And that's just on regular everyday things. I mean, youth sports is so expensive. When our soccer team goes out to dinner, I pay, I pick up the bill and then the other parents men move me back. I mean, our last soccer dinner was $1,300. So that was really nice to earn points on that. And then there are those big ticket items like property taxes and federal income taxes. I actually pay those taxes with a credit card too. And yes, there is an extra fee to put those taxes on a credit card, but I feel that the sign-up bonus that you get in return far outweighs that the fees that you pay. How about you, Mitch? Yeah, absolutely, Serena. My goal is to get two of something back for every dollar that goes out of my pocket. Two cents, two points, two miles. And we far exceed that goal, goal most days because a majority of our spend in our household, it's on dining and grocery. And we get that with the Amex Gold Card. It gives us four points for every dollar on that. So being consistent and using my cards like a debit card, paying it off every month, that's how we rack up a lot of our points just like everyone else okay final instagram question comes from carrie on tiktok and she asks what's your one must have travel item that you always take with you miguel well aside from my phone and charger um i take my noise counseling headphones with me probably on every trip because most of the time i like to sleep so i just put them on so i could just knock out what about you nicole noise canceling headphones is definitely up there for me but because i like to take pictures so much and bring you all this content it would be my trusty selfie stick you know you just whip it out and I'm my own videographer so to speak <laughs> what about you serena okay i have a cheap mom travel item that i wanted to share it's in this bag, so it's very portable. It is a collapsible, foldable tea kettle. So it's a hot water kettle. It is great for saving money when you're traveling. So you can use it for those mac and cheese cups, instant oatmeal, instant ramen. It's really helped our family save money when we're traveling so we don't have to spend money on a lot of the expensive food, like in French Polynesia. I mean, the food is not really worth what you pay when you go there. How about you, Mitch? Yeah, that is a great little device you got there, Serena. <laughs> so love that. So this is mine right here. It's my Bang & Olufsen headphones. A couple years ago, we were flying American Airlines Transcon in their business class, and they offered them to use in flight. I fell in love with these things. I didn't want to buy them because they're kind of expensive, but Port insisted. He actually got them for me for Christmas, and I can't travel without these things. They're, they block out everything. It's like I'm living in my own little world with these things, and I always make sure to keep them on uh, you know, whenever I'm traveling. And then I make sure to have one ear uncovered when the flight attendants are doing their service so I can hear them. But by far these, you know, it's my favorite travel travel device and I just can't live without these things. So they're great. So check out our show notes because we have links for these and our other favorite travel items if you're interested in looking at them. So please keep those Instagram and social media questions coming as well. We love answering them here on our show. It is so much fun. Please follow us on Instagram and YouTube and DM us if you've got any thoughts or ideas for our show. We'd also love it if you wrote us a review on Apple Podcasts or YouTube as well. That's it for now. I want to thank all of our hosts. Serena from Passion for Points. Bye, everyone. Miguel from The Travel Star Chick. Later. Nicole from Nicole's Travel Tips. See you guys next week. And I'm Mitch Shannon from C2A Suite. Find out more about us at our website, letsgettothepoints.com, and we'll all see you here next Friday. Thanks for watching and listening. Let's get to the points.com.